Welcome to another episode of Thugging It Out. Thugging It Out is a platform where we create a safe space to acknowledge, experience, and overcome real life issues in a positive and healthy way. Today is the beginning of a new series that I will call Perfecting the Process. Over the next eight episodes, I want to speak on the nitty gritty process of change and the importance of keep thugging it out. The first part of perfecting the process is knowing and accepting who you are. I'm going to say it again. The first part of the process is knowing and accepting who you are. I'm recognizing more and more that a lot of us don't know who we are. A lot of us are children acting like grown-ups. A lot of us are hiding behind money, titles, accolades, and excuses. And a lot of us let other people define us. We let other people treat us any kind of way. And some even lie about being okay when we know we are struggling. It is normal for us to hide behind masks and pretend to be whatever people have decided for us to be. And we are not living our lives for us. And we are not being who we want to be. I'm not sure if we're just programmed this way or if we've been pretending so long that it has become real. One thing that I'm certain about is that we must stop here. The cheat code is that we simply must learn who we are and accept it. No one is perfect and no one is entirely bad. Everybody has made mistakes and we all have things in our past that we're not proud of. And those things don't prevent us from perfecting the process and living the lives that we want. Depression is a way where our minds use our past against us. And I say that because I feel as if a lot of us that are suffering in silence, we might be having like a touch of depression. And I'm not a, I am not a licensed professional, but I have been a person that dealt with depression before in many seasons in different points of my life. And I am certain that a lot of the depressive thoughts, the depressive episodes come from when our minds bring up our past. And a lot of us, I mean, a lot of us have things in our past that we're not proud of. We have things that we have did, things that we didn't do, things that we have said, or just situations that we would rather not remember. But somehow, some way, in different situations, in different moments in our life, sometimes our minds bring it back up when something could possibly trigger a memory. And the way to combat that is simply by accepting your past. I know that's easier said than done, but what's helped me, because in all honesty, I'm really kind of still in shock, but I'm very proud of myself, is that I haven't really been depressed or felt any type of depressed uh depressive thoughts in a minute and I think it's simply because I'm kind of accepting my past and I'm just accepting life to be what it is and I'm going to be the first one to say it is easier said than done yes it is but it is completely necessary we must stop holding ourselves back and really stunning our own growth by constantly holding on to things in our past
our past is the past. It has happened. It cannot be changed. And most importantly, the key to stop, to the, the, the way to prevent depressive thought, even depression, is to really learn how to be present and to live in the present. Let yesterday be yesterday and really only truly focus on today. And most importantly, I think that we just got to accept ourselves for being who we are. Like some of us are good at certain things and some of us are not. And we have to accept that. And some of us like certain things and some of us don't. Accept it. Some of us like being around certain people and some of us don't. Accept it. Acceptance is the best way to ensure that you're living and being who you want to be. It's really, truly part of the process. And a lot of things go wrong because we don't fully commit to who we are and what we want. Like, let's be for real. When you fully commit to yourself, nothing can really stop you. Self-love becomes easy. Boundaries are easy to set. Your purpose becomes clear. Your perspective shifts and life starts to flow in a way where you don't take things for granted. And you surround yourself with people who genuinely love you and vice versa. Most importantly, you know yourself and you live every day based upon your own rules, standards and likeness. Like I'm not going to even try to sugarcoat anything with anybody. A lot of us based our lives, who we are, what we want to do, and who we want to be based off fictitious standards that really don't exist. We based it off social media, or we based it off people who we admire, or we based it off things that we don't want to be, instead of truly basing who we are and who we going to be and who we strive to be based on our own definitions. Like, it's so many women like just look at today's society. A lot of women are getting BBLs and they're messing with their face and they're dressing a certain way. Like look at just the styles in general. It's all based off of who they want to be and not truly who they are. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. Like if you want to have a big old butt and the little waist and the big boobs for you, Go 100%, like, do it. Like, I'm all for it. But that's not the case. Like, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. A lot of these women that are getting these surgeries, that are doing all this, it's because they want to look like a certain person. They want to be like a certain person. Like, it's crazy. Like, have y'all really been on, like, social media and, like, read the comments of, like, the influencers page and how... And the the women or people, because you never know, trolls, whoever they are, how they kind of hype certain people up and how they wish that they had that body and how they want to be that. Or how one person that's a quote-unquote influencer can put on an outfit. They could wear something. And before you know it, almost 100,000 people look the exact same way, got the same outfit. It's a problem because... We as human beings don't really know how to think for ourselves. We don't really know how we want to look. We don't really know who we want to be. And sadly, 
we some of us are going through like identity crisis in our 30s it's sad in our 40s people going through identity crisis when you know technically identity crisis is supposed to be like in high school when you're trying to figure out who you want to be when a lot of us have been going aimlessly through life looking like everybody else being like everyone else, doing what everybody else is doing instead of really sitting down and asking ourselves what do I want to do what do I want to look like and being okay with our choices that everybody won't like it everybody won't agree with it some people might have something to say but that doesn't matter when you fully know who you are and accept it and at this moment it's time that we all do some soul searching we are more than sons or daughters mothers or fathers husbands or wives friends cousins and everything in between all of our titles and responsibilities are important but they do not define us personally i've been on a self-discovery journey for a while and it's been quite surreal it's been eye-opening it's been hard and uncomfortable but yet it's been empowering I had to pull back so many layers and the first layer is getting out of the titles like yes I'm a mom yes I'm a wife yes um well I was the go-to person in the family yes I'm a daughter and I have that responsibility yes I'm a sister yes I you know am an employee I have all these titles and responsibilities in my life but most importantly my two most important titles I would say is mother and wife and mother and wife has kind of a lot of expectations and what social norms but I had to step away from those expectations and norms to figure out who Kenya was I had to really figure out what do I like to do and not just what I have to do. Like, I have to be a good mother. Yes, I have to be a good wife. But that does not necessarily determine who I who I am. Like, I could have, I could be a mom and I could be a wife, but yet and still, I could be Kenya, the person who likes to dress this way, the person that likes to do these things. I like to hang out with this person. I like to hang, listen to this type of music. I like to act this way. I like to read. I like to do this. I have to. I like to do that. Without any connection to the title of mother or wife, because let's be for real, uh, ladies. I'm finna come for y'all, but a lot of us, a lot of us mothers, we get tied up with the mother title, where we forget that we're at once eighteen come, our babies will be adults and they will be living their own life, which leaves us. And I'm going to just be for real. Like me and my therapist talked about this not too long ago. It's better to do this self-discovery journey now when you're younger and your kids are still in the house than to be like 40, 50 and with grown kids that don't really know who you are. Like time waits for nobody. You don't want to be 40, 50, 35 with adult children. And you sit no wonder like, so what am I going to do? That's what will trigger you to become depressed because you no longer have things to live for that you might feel. You don't have no, nothing else to do. You don't even know what you like to do. 
that's why the first part of this process is to relearn who you are and to know yourself. Like in this self-discovery journey, I have been, I told y'all once before, I've been reading the Bible because I don't know. I grew up, you know, kind of, I feel like my daddy always had us in church. I was always in church as a kid. And, you know, once you get older, you kind of go against certain things. And even though I had a relationship with God, I really wanted to do my own research and get my own type of understanding of church and how it's supposed to be in God on my own outside of my experience as a child. And it has been eye-opening. i also been reading a lot of books. I have so many books that I read. I have so many podcasts and so many different videos and TED Talks that I listen to. And honestly, I've really been trying new things, like trying different foods and listening to different music and looking for different activities that could force me to be out of my comfort zone to see what I like and what I don't like. Even when it comes to clothes, like I really just, well, I've always been like that. I always dress different and I always like stuff for myself. Like if I think it's cute, if I want to put it together, I'm, I never had that problem. But in this self-discovery journey, it's really been all consumed of trying new things and figuring out what I like and what I enjoy. And I really had the question, what do I like to do? Who do I really like to be around? Who am I? Who And who do I want to be? And that's where everyone must start. It's time to break out the box. Stop being who everybody expects you to be. Like, I get it. Some of us have grew up in ways where we feel safer inside the box. And we, you know, become people pleasers in a way. And we just start to... Live our lives on what people might say that you're good at. I mean, we all have the moments when someone says, like, oh, you're good at that. You should really go to school for that. Or, oh, yeah, that looks good. Like, you should really do that. And it's not even what you really like to do. It's like, yeah, I'm good at it, but do I want to do that? No. And also, it's some things that we're not good at, but we enjoy doing, and we let others discourage us to doing it. Like, for instance, if you really want to learn how to cook, but you can't cook. So everything that you cook is nasty. And people might say, girl, you should not cook. Like you should just buy, like stick to buying stuff because it ain't for you. Don't let people discourage you that because you got to start somewhere. You might be a horrible cook today, but if you continue at it and really start using different resources, start really learn, having a passion for it, you will get better. And stop, uh, stop letting people tell you what's good for you and who you should be. Make up your own mind. We all have our own minds. We all have different lives. And we all have the same 24 hours to be who we want to be. So be who you want to be and live how you want to. Throughout society's standards and expectations. Like, don't let, don't never let nobody put you in a box. Y'all remember on um, Dirty Dance when they say you never put baby in a corner. Never allow anyone to put you in a corner. Never let anybody box you in. You are the determiner of your own life and who you want to be. Now, I'm not going to lie. 
who you want to be is who you want to be. Like, if you want to be a, a hoe, go be a hoe. If you want to be, you know, a, a dentist, go be a dentist. If you want to go do anything, go do it. And it don't really matter the age. As long as you got breath in your body and you got, you know, able lens, go for it. Go do it. There's nothing stopping you. Like, I hear so many people say, oh, I want to start this. I want to start that. But I don't know what to do. It. Do it. And I'm not going to lie. People might not support you. People might not understand. And people might not even respect the process. But do not allow that to discourage you to being and figuring out who you are and who you want to be. And just accept it. Because so what if it's not the standard? So what if you are a 22-year-old that you want to, you know, read books? You want to be in a book club or that you're 35 and you want to color books? Like, whatever you want to do, do it. Or what if you are a guy and you want to learn how to do pottery or something? Like, so what? Do what your heart desires. Like, this is what the first part of the process is is to figure out who you are and what you like to do and accept it because I'm not gonna lie what I learned about myself is that yes I'm an introvert but I really do like being around people and I'm recognizing that sometimes I might say that I don't too much care for people and I really don't like meeting people but it's about meeting the right people I have to be more open to connections because I'm not gonna lie I always let people label me as being the mean person like everybody if some way somehow you encounter me in my life a lot of times people say oh my god I thought you was mean or oh this and all that but I recognize in what I'm learning that I'm not necessarily mean I'm not mean at all I'm like the nicest person ever it's just for one I don't tolerate anything. I don't tolerate no BS. You can't tell me anything. I come off with that type of confidence, and I'm okay with it. And also, I only want people around me where there's a genuine feeling of it's a genuine want type of relationship. I'm no longer interested in, oh, I could be around this person because they're a placeholder. I could be around this person because I'd be bored and have something to do. That's where, you know, it stops. It's okay to be alone. And honestly, that's another thing. Real transparent moment. A lot of my life, I could, you know, because self-discovery. You got to keep it a book. A lot of events and in moments in my past life, I've always been surrounded by people. I learned that I had a problem with being by myself. Like, I used to get bored a lot. Like, back in the day, I could not stay in the house. You would always see me outside. You would always see me doing something. You would always see me being in a crowd or being a life at a party. Where now, I learned how to enjoy my own company. I learned how I could pass my time in a way that I want to pass my time. I realized that I don't necessarily have to be around people to enjoy myself. Like, I could sit and journal. I could sit and read a book. I could sit and watch TV. Or I could just 
lately what I've been doing is cooking. Like I really have this new passion for cooking where I'm constantly looking at new recipes and I'm trying to learn how to bake. Like that's been my therapy in, in a way where I'm recognizing that I really want to become a baker. Like yesterday I made my own pizza dough, made my own pizza for the first time. And yes, it was a little scary because I never did it before. It's not normal, but it turned out good. And it was, I was so proud of myself and it, it makes me want to learn more. Like maybe I'm looking up cooking classes. Maybe I could do that or just do it in my pastime. Now I've became, now I, in a way, started an, another hobby where people might say, well, cooking, you do that every day. I'm not speaking on cooking because we got to eat. I'm speaking on finding ways to cook and things to cook that helps me, that becomes my therapy, that is something that I want to try. And my cooking, for me, it could be possibly maybe working out for you or some type of art class for you or anything. But you have to start questioning, questioning yourself. What do you like and what do you want to do? Who you are? Who you want to be. That's the first part of perfecting a process. Because I know some people don't really believe in the Bible, but what I'm really learning in the Bible is that when you don't know who you are, that's when the trouble comes in. Like I'm really reading the stories and, you know, everybody got their spill on it. And their feelings is 100% theirs. I'm not really trying to convince nobody to read the Bible or anything. You believe what you want to believe. However, I find it kind of funny that a lot of people say like, oh, the Bible is fake, it's man-made, or the Bible was the white man's way of controlling people. I find it quite funny that a lot of the stories in the Bible have simple principles that we all can follow that could help us have a better life. And one of them is really knowing who you are and walking in your own purpose, walking in a way that nobody else could tell you otherwise. Because one thing that I'm noticing in the Bible is that that's when the devil comes in. The devil is nothing but self-doubt. And you might believe in the devil, you might believe in demons, you might believe in the bad spirit, but all of it stems from doubt. And that you could prevent that. You could stop that by truly knowing who you are and accepting it. I mean, just just listen, like, from the first story of the Bible that everybody knows. When Eve ate the fruit. Some people say ate the apple. I thought it was apple the whole time, so I read the Bible. It's actually a fruit. And actually, nothing happened when Eve ate the fruit. It's actually when Adam ate the fruit. But, you know, people don't tell that story because they don't know because they didn't read it. But that ain't what I'm talking about. The serpent had told Eve that if you eat it, you could be just like him and know everything. And just think about how many times have people asked you that type of question in your life that made you question who you were. And these questions could be, do you think that look good? Or are you sure you want to do that? Or why you do it that way? 
like listen to how those questions could trigger you into doubting who you are in a way to combat that is simply by knowing who you are can if you know what you're doing and how you feel and who you want to be and what you're doing can't nobody question you and that's why it's an important part of perfecting the process because let me tell you now if eve was 100 percent certain of who she was and her purpose and what her relationship was with God, she would not eat the fruit. And that applies to everybody in their everyday life. If you know who you are, you know what you're doing, you know where you're going, you know why you're here, you will live every day accordingly. You know that your time is, your days are numbered, and that everything, every day, you are, you have the privilege to furthering your process, you're furthering your purpose, getting closer to it. And it really shifts your perspective. That's why it's important to know who you are and accept it. I'm going to keep saying it. In order for all of us to live happy and whole lives, we must start with knowing who we are and accepting it. Because it makes our life easier and it makes our life more purposeful and it just makes life easier to live because I'm not gonna lie sometimes it do get hard to live sometimes life does get hard and I'm not saying that knowing who you are and accepting who you are is gonna make everything peaches and cream absolutely not it's a such thing as yin and yang there has to be balance sometimes things are good sometimes things are bad but together they work for the same purpose But I'm telling you, knowing who you are and accepting who you are is the first part of the process. It is the starting point. And this part will be easy for some and harder for others. Whichever way, you got to do a deep dive into yourself to rediscover you. Rediscover you. And I'm not seeing you as the mother, you as the father, you as the husband, you as the wife, you as whoever you are, you as the person, the person that came into this world by itself and who will leave this world by itself. I'm speaking to you. That's the first part of perfecting the process. And that will bring us to the end of another episode. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I am so excited for this new series of perfecting the process. And I am not playing. I really mean it wholeheartedly. Figure out who you are and accept it. We'll pick up next week. But remember, to be grateful, be blessed, be thankful, and most importantly, keep thugging it out. Peace.